In this episode, we are going to talk about yoga and diet. But before we dive a little bit deeper into the topic, I just want to mark a little disclaimer here and state that I would not like to tell anybody what they should be eating or what they shouldn't be eating. This episode, this podcast episode and this conversation is not here to replace a professional nutritionist's advice or to tell anybody how they should be feeding their personal body because we all have different bodies with different needs and this episode is here to simply highlight that and to inspire you who's the listener to just go out there and search for your own truth and experiment and explore stay curious and if you feel at the moment that your diet doesn't serve you don't limit yourself but go out there and ask for some help if you need um, so I'm just going to share my personal story from vegan to vegetarian to now having everything back in my diet and how that changed my yoga practice, how that changed the state of my mind and affected my hormone system and everything all together and actually improved my way of living and my health. So I'm here to share this personal journey with you, hoping to inspire you to also search in an intuitive way, search for what serves you the most. Hello and welcome to the Karuna podcast. I'm your host, Veronica, and in this podcast, you will find talks about yoga for students and teachers alike, spirituality, self-development, healing, wellness, manifestation, and other life-related interesting topics. Thank you so much for sharing your time with me and enjoy this episode. Okay, so I'm super excited and happy to talk about this story and talk about this topic. Honestly, for quite a while, I have not shared my dietary choices with many people. Um, I will tell you the whole story from beginning to the end, how I went from kind of like an omnivore to a vegan and from vegan to vegetarian and from vegetarian back to an omnivore and why that has happened and how that has shifted my practice but not just my practice overall my my existence and my health so i am from hungary i have grown up on a traditional hungarian diet which consisted mostly everything. Um, but when I was a kid, I was already quite picky with things and I wasn't really eating certain parts of meats and so on. And developing from that, I, when I was in my teens, I started restricting my diet. I went on diets, like diet in a traditional sense of dieting and restricting my food intake um, in order to shape my body. 
And I remember my first diets when I was 16 or 15. Um, and that has kind of pushed me out of balance. Um, but already for me, uh, I mean, I didn't diet for too long. I, I couldn't really. I was always a very active and sporty person. But that at an early age already introduced me this tool that I can use in order to change my state of being. Um, and back at that time, it was more on the physical level, like losing weight. And I would even say back in that time, losing way too much weight, more than I should have, and I could not sustain. Um, but already altering my body with what I eat. In a way, it was a lucky thing. In a way, I was um, maybe, um, I don't know, <laughs> lucky and, and um, more conscious, I guess, or developing consciousness around uh, habits and eating habits and healthy foods and not healthy foods. Uh, but in another way, I think I started to develop a habit um, and a mental state around certain types of food that, that would later on cause me fear or anxiety and kind of push my, my eating habits out of balance. And so this episode is also about the mentality behind the diet as well as what we eat and how that affects the body because I want to emphasize that whatever we do, it always affects us not only on the physical level but on the mental and emotional level as well. So I was in my early 20s when... I started a vegan diet. I was completely convinced that it's the best diet for me. And it was probably back at that time. Uh, or maybe it wasn't. I don't know. It's really hard to remember when you make such a big shift. Um, then at the beginning, you know, there are challenges. But I really loved the concept. And that was around the time when I started doing uh, or practicing yoga asanas more regularly. So I kind of um, linked this non-violence part of my dietary choices with my uh, spiritual activities and, and spiritual practices. Um, but to be honest, after being vegan for seven years, I now understand that it was more of the ego uh, wanting to be smarter than the body. And so after seven years of being vegan, I went back to vegetarian and then to a, an omni omnivore. Yes, an omnivore, a person who eats everything. Uh, except a few things because I can get picky, but mm, I wouldn't now title myself uh, or put myself in any box um, of, of uh, eating styles, so to say. Now, when we come to yoga, and this is what this podcast episode is about, when we come to yoga, 
there are certain things that we learn from yogic communities or or the yoga uh, communities and teachings and i have had my fair share of misconceptions around around this topic because when we come to the yamas the ethical and and uh, moral codes of living and lifestyle i always thought that Ahimsa, non-violence, needs to be translated to my diet as well. And so for a long time, I kind of used that as a shield to tell people why I am vegan. And of course, I have had the intuition behind it as well. Of course, who would want to hurt another being? Um, but naively, um, back in my early twenties, I didn't know how that affects my body long term. And so up until I got COVID, I didn't, I mean, I kind of suspected that something is not okay. Um, but I really didn't want to change my diet because I was so attached to the concept of ahimsa in my diet and it was very odd because when it came to other people I would not mind and I would not anymore uh, judge other people at the beginning when I went vegan I was very much of an aggressive activist so to say and I was full-heartedly believing that vegan is the best way to live Um, But later down the line that changed and I think it also changed because deep down I kind of felt that even for myself it's not something that's sustainable and it's not something that serves me in a way that it solves all my problems. And I'm not here to say that a vegan diet cannot be good for everybody or anybody, sorry, Uh, it can be, um, but I'm here to say that when I realized that my diet doesn't serve me anymore and I started to ask for professional help and expand my knowledge on how the diet affects the hormone system and the body and the female cycle, I then started to shift away from my previous concepts, so to say. And so my main problem with the with the vegan way of of eating was uh, that my menstrual cycle was not balanced at all my hormones were not balanced as well as my digestion was slowing down and at the beginning i remember when i went vegan it was the opposite actually So this just shows how as the body changes, the need changes as well. The need for food and kind types of foods uh, change as well. And so really the main um, point or learning curve and teaching lesson in this podcast is to just be conscious about that. And it doesn't mean that... um, one way of eating serves us for the rest of our life. It can. If it works for you, that's perfectly fine. But if it doesn't, then uh, letting go 
is part of of the practice of of feeding yourself as well letting go of concepts letting go of expectations letting go of certain uh, dietary habits and choices and so for me hormone balance was one thing and the other one was that uh, after covid i had such a serious Um, inflammation in the joints and I didn't know what it was that I went to my first uh, Ayurveda uh, treatment and my Ayurveda doctor was saying that it's because of too much carbohydrate in my diet. Now back at that time I was vegan and I was thinking how can I eat less carbs? It's not that I was eating sugar and sugary things and um, very unhealthy, high and and um, short chain carbohydrates. So I wasn't eating cookies and donuts and, and things like this all the time. Sometimes, of course, you allow yourself, but mainly I was cooking for myself. I mean, back in the time when I went vegan, we didn't have so many vegan products on the market. So um, I learned to cook and I ate legumes, I ate chickpeas, thinking hummus is good for me and lentils and beans and, you know, everything that's out there. And actually my Ayurveda doctor was saying chickpeas are not good for you. You shouldn't be eating chickpeas. And I was shocked because I was eating so many of them. (laughs) And I didn't understand why. Later on, of course, I understood that it increases vata, um, the the, um, air element in the body and pushes my vata out of balance. And that's why the dry skin, the crackiness in the joints and inflammation and so on. It wasn't just the chickpeas. Um, But of course, I realized that mostly I'm eating carbohydrates, even if I'm eating legumes. I eat nuts and seeds as well. But to be honest, on a daily basis, I would eat some sort of grains, vegetables, a lot of fruits and um, legumes. So um, that already made me think, how can I shift my diet and it's very interesting when it comes to intuitive eating um, for me a lot of things came in the form of fear I had fear of eggs I had nightmares eating eggs and that was the point in my uh, in my journey when I knew that something is not okay if I wake up in panic (laughs) okay not panic but if I wake up with these um odd and weird feelings around a certain type or uh, food group, uh, then something is not okay on the mental sheet. And so my reaction to those dreams were, okay, let's try to eat eggs and see how I feel. And that's when I started adding eggs back to my diet and I felt wonderful um, again, uh, eating less carbs. I already felt that the joint pain goes down, that the bloatedness in the stomach goes down and that my digestion improves. Um, so that was, uh, amazing. And after that, uh, with my friend, I went to a nutritionist. And so this was, uh, a deeper understanding for me, how we are so different and, It could be that eating vegetarian or vegan is an ethical way to live, but maybe your body actually does need more protein. And while I was vegan, I couldn't believe that I would be saying this one day, 
because I was like, there is plenty of protein on the vegan diet and there is, and there can be. But the thing is all those protein sources, unless it's really seeds, um, they mostly come with some carb intake as well, or quite high carb intake. Um, my dietitian said to me, or nutritionist said to me, I shouldn't be even eating tofu and soybean products uh, because they're actually not good for my body. Uh, this kind of consultation was, um, it, it is called metabolic typing, which is, I think, mostly here in Hungary. I mean, it's not a widely known system, but it, um, from what I understand, it's kind of like combining uh, kinesiotherapy, uh, I think that's how they say it in English, <laughs> muscle responses um, with with um, different kind of food groups and foods. So there are electromagnetic impulses and there is this machine that kind of measures how your muscles and your body responds to different uh, food, uh, different foods. So um the frequencies are measured in a way that you would then from the results understand whether a certain food is taking your vibration energy vibration down so it's actually making you tired and fatigued or it actually energizes you and it's good for your cells it also sees or looks into this type of dietary advice uh, or nutritionist advice looks into um, your hormone types, looks into whether your sympathetic or parasympathetic is more dominant, looks into your blood type as well. So it does measure and they do have a thorough um, way to examine your specific body type and giving you recommendations based on that on what sort of foods you should be eating for feeling more energized. And during this consultation, I found out that I was a protein type person, which was not a surprise for me because I already felt that my stomach acid levels were so high. No wonder that my joints ached and felt like I have burn in my blood literally some mornings I would wake up and I would feel the joints in my hands uh, burning and as if I had like this burning sensation in my blood and in my veins as well and I often had uh, heart burns and stomach burns even though I was eating a lot of veggies and nice rice and beans and legumes and everything I would still feel that the, the acidity in the body was just so high. And so once my nutritionist um, explained to me that actually it's the citric acid circle in the body, carbohydrates are speeding it up and the digestion. And because I already have a very fast digestion, I need to eat foods such as fats and proteins mostly in order to slow it down. And I definitely felt this on my energy levels as well in life, I would go, 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 do, 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 be super uh, energetic about things and then I would burn out and I would crash for a week or two. And my menstrual cycle uh, reflected the same pattern. 
Um, so everything, it's kind of the theme overall in my life would be the same. I could just not find that sattvic element, that balanced element in my life and in my energy levels. And so either I was super high or I was down below the floor. And that kind of extreme jump up and fall down was just tiring me so much that I was, I, I got to the point when I had to say, okay, my diet doesn't serve me anymore. And I know that I consciously chose the best thing that I thought uh, is good for me. But maybe now I have to re-evaluate re my decision and my, um, and my choices. And I have to start to listen to the professional help. And it was really hard. At the beginning, I just went back to being vegetarian. Uh, that already has helped so much uh, with the stomach acidity and with the joint ache. And slowly, slowly, I started eating fish. And slowly, slowly, I started eating meat again. And honestly, I, I, I just couldn't say <laughs> that uh, it was not a good decision. I know that so many yogis out there are on a vegan or vegetarian diet for the same reasons as I was on. And I'm not here to say that they're doing anything wrong <laughs> If it serves them, if they're a carbohydrate type uh, people, actually those people who have slower digestion, uh, for them carbs are are great to speed things up a little bit. Um, and you know, if they're uh, having that sort of nervous system set up as well, uh, and the glands and the hormones, so everything needs to be taken into consideration. But for me, because I have had uh, always such a quick digestion I could not sustain on on something that didn't give me enough power I felt I had to eat all the time to sustain my energy levels and they are constantly messing up with my insulin levels and uh, as insulin is a tier one hormone uh, the insulin level um, kind of um, jumping up and down really affected my other hormones my adrenals my everything in the body and of course the female hormones as well which affected my cycle so now I understand the correlation between diet and and chemistry in my body and through that of course uh, the nervous system as well and how that fired up the the sympathetic nervous system differently of course once the adrenals kick in uh, and you have that go 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 you need to go element in you uh, it really just then affects every area of your life and your practice as well so by choosing a source of energy that makes the the energy absorption or digestion um, more um, stable my practice has changed so much i feel that the breath has changed so much i feel that my motivation has changed so much the emotions in me change so much, the thoughts change so much, the discipline change so much. And so I, I, I could just go on and on and on about this shift that I have experienced in my day-to-day -day life as well as in my practice. 
But what I would like to say, it's, it's not only what we eat, but also how we eat it. I remember at the beginning I was in such a, a fear state and I felt guilty. So I had to say often to myself, don't feel guilt for eating, period. I have had anyways bad habits and not being able to accept and and take in. So even, even when I was vegan, when I would be in a group of um, or amongst a group of people, I would find it difficult to intake food. I was too nervous maybe or just not accepting, you know, not learning to accept and take in. But also, um, later down the line, when I went back to eating meat again, it was, I just had the, the, the feel of feeling of guilt. And so that took me some time to, you know, just sit with the feelings and reprogram the brain and say, this is what your body needs. This is what your body is asking for give it what it needs and be thankful and so that is uh, a big part of my eating habits now to say gratitude and always thank for the food that my body is receiving and also accept that there is no judgment in eating what your body needs even if it's not what other yogis eat or maybe they do, they just don't talk about it. And so this is really just the conversation to put out there that we do have different needs and we do need to honor those. And so how the diet changed, it's, it really started to transform my whole life, my nervous system, my hormone system uh, for towards a better and a more balanced state. How we are consuming the food is also super, super important. So it's not just what we eat, uh, but as I was saying, the feelings that we are experiencing while we are eating, the thoughts that we are having uh, before a meal, not just in regards to the meal, but in regards to life. Are we listening to upsetting news? Are we halfway working still? Are we in a rush stuffing something into our face? That is has changed for me so much as well taking the time to really chew to really appreciate to really absorb is really important and I know that it can get tricky sometimes sometimes my um, schedule is super full or when I'm doing those sort of project works when I am out and about for 14 hours in a day um, rushing through my food can happen but um, I'm really trying to pay attention to eat in a calm state of mind because that will change the digestion as well and so the other thing that is a concept in the Hatha Yoga Pradipika and I am fully taking it now and implementing it not just what we eat but also the amounts and the ratios that we eat so uh, traditionally said in the yogic diet you should be within a meal having one third of your stomach filled with food so that is the earth element one third should be liquid 
so that's the water element and one third should be emptiness so that is the um, the air or the ether element so when your stomach churns and digests it has space for for um, the content in your tummy so I think that's just a really nice uh, indication on how much we should be eating and for me that's why it was difficult on the vegan diet because I felt like I always have to eat myself until I'm stuffed to have the amount of energy that I need for the next let's say three four five hours and I always felt like this is not sustainable and I cannot eat every two hours I don't have the time so if you feel that you are overeating maybe and it doesn't give you the energy levels that you are having happily or needing then maybe it's just to reassess what kind of proportions you are eating uh, traditionally we already know and that's of course I learned on a vegan diet as well that oils and fats and uh, animal products are higher in caloric um, content so if you need to reduce the amount maybe up the uh, calorie intake with um, with these sort of foods even if it's a, a vegetarian or vegan source um, but more oily seeds and nuts and so on uh, are a great uh, way to kind of add more energy into that particular meal. Um, so really these are the things that I wanted to cover in this episode, just talking about the freedom in your diet and the importance of intuitive eating as well as the importance of the personalized, I wouldn't want to say diet plan, but the personalized um, nutrition that you are you are eating as well as the feelings and the hormone system and the nervous system how it's it can be affected both ways around so the feelings will affect your way of digesting as well as what you're eating affect your feelings as well and also I wanted to just touch up on the habits and the proportions um, so you can work towards a more balanced way of eating. So here in this podcast episode, there are no do's or don'ts apart from um, Ahimsa. Also, um, is the, the, the first place where we have to implement that concept is in regards to ourselves. So do not harm yourself with diet do not harm yourself with concepts inflicted upon yourself simply because you feel that you have to uh, follow them in order to be part of a community or in order to call yourself a yogi and I know this sounds crazy but for so long I felt that I have to do that vegan diet in order to say that I practice non-violence and while I was blindly following that concept which was found by me and I attached myself to it so nobody told me ever uh, this thing and nobody forced me ever to go vegan it was completely a personal choice but while I was doing that I neglected my body's true needs so let this 
episode be a little reminder about variety, a little reminder about consciousness and conscious eating and becoming aware of what serves you and what doesn't and and start to become honest about it. Maybe refined sugar and and other well-known I don't want to say crappy things but crappy things don't serve you and I know it's a pleasurable thing um, but we have to be a little bit more responsible about it now and so an 80-20 rule usually works for me before my period it it's more like a, a 70 30 but you get my point it's never about the restriction it's about finding uh, the balance it's a it's about allowing yourself some uh, treats as well but overall really just listening to the body's needs and it's not that easy uh, it doesn't always come easy um, intuitive eating and and feeling into your own body uh, because we oftentimes put our attention on something else the same way as I put my attention on ahimsa towards animals uh, that kind of uh, directed me away from myself and so if you place your attention on what other people do and how other people eat uh, to to kind of achieve a certain body type and those are the the you know I think they call them fed diets maybe I'm using this word wrong um, but you know if you put your attention on other people's habits and what works for other people uh, only and not listening how by you doing those things affect your personal body type um, it's gonna be a mislead or a misguidance whereas having inspiration or getting inspiration from other people it's completely fine but then after you are making decisions and after you are trying things always check back with yourself and with your body if you're a female your menstrual cycle is going to be an amazing tool uh, honestly to to give you feedback um, if you're a man unfortunately I cannot say that to you um, but really just feeling into the body how your mood is how your energy levels are and if you feel that something is off and out of the place then just practicing letting go and knowing that there are so many other things out there that you can try and see and maybe in this segment of your life as your body has changed now from 10 or 5 years ago you need something different so complete honesty with ourselves really helps in in developing this intuitive eating and yoga is not here to judge you uh, yoga is not here to tell you to be or eat in a certain way um, yoga is acceptant and the practice of yoga 
is is not a restrictive practice for me and this is uh, the horn that I like to blow a lot <laughs> it's not about restriction it's not about uh, sticking with an orthodox system I practice Ashtanga yoga so that can be quite a disciplined practice but finding freedom in everything in the physical practice as well as in the in the eating habits and the practice is super duper important having that free flow and respecting our bodies okay thank you so much for joining in today i really hope that this episode inspired you just to maybe open up this conversation with yourself or with other people around you just ask around or inspired you maybe to go and uh, see a professional who can help you and assist you in finding a diet that best suits you and your activity levels and your practice so go out there be curious learn and open up conversations so we can all learn from each other if you liked this episode and if you like the podcast, I would like to ask you to like it and subscribe to the podcast. It really helps for, uh, for me to reach more people. And if you have any requests for further topics in the future, feel free to write to me. You will find all my contact details in the show note, also my website. So go there and check out the free resources, the physical practices, the blog posts and other podcast episodes as well thank you so much for tuning in today and i will speak to you in our next episode have a lovely day bye for now <laughs>